Hello, and welcome to Ticket to Game Hedge, the podcast that discusses the science of how to get your friends and family to like our favorite band, Fish. We'll share stories from the community on how people discovered Fish and what makes this band so damn special. So join us as we stamp your ticket to Game Hedge. My name is Adam, and joining me as always is my great friend, Kresha. All right, welcome to Ticket to Game Hedge, the podcast where we discuss how to influence your friends and family on how to like our favorite band, Fish. So um, as we as we journey through this podcast, I guess I'm kind of reminded of, I guess these are our early days. And I think back to Fish's early days and maybe the quality of their recordings in the first few shows versus the quality of ours in the first few. And they're not perfect, but I think we're getting better, which is good. So uh, for anybody that has listened to the past uh, few episodes, thank you. Um, and we promise to get better. That's That's definitely a thing. And if nobody's listening, so what? We're going to get better anyway, right? So uh, last week, or last time out rather, uh, we were towards the end of our episode and we were talking about Trey's new new album, The Lonely Trip, uh, and, we, and we got cut off. So I wouldn't mind going back to that. So we'll definitely talk about that today. We're going to talk a little bit more about influence. Um, but our main topic today is going to be uh, effort equals value. So you posed a question on Reddit not too long ago, and I forget the wording of the question, but it was, maybe you can interrupt me if you want, but it was around does putting more effort into obtaining fish or anything for that matter, make the reward that much sweeter. Like if you put more time and effort into finding the music, learning about the band or whatever that is, does it make it a better experience for the listener? Because we live in a day and age where everything is so accessible, like everything, I was thinking about that yesterday, everything, like you go to YouTube, you go to wherever, you can find anything that you want. So um, are new fans able to appreciate it the same way, I guess, that older fans do? So what did you find out from uh, people that responded to your to your question on Reddit? Oh, man, I feel like that one clip in The Simpsons, you know, like the movie festival, where, mm-hmm. uh, where they're talking about Barney's movie. They're like, you made a movie. He's like, I made a movie? That's what I feel like. <laughs> You're like, you post the question. I'm like, I posed the question? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Where are you going? Okay. Um, so, um, I, I mean, what I found was, it's actually surprising. I thought most people would agree with me, like the vast majority, but they didn't. And I get why. Like, in a way, you know, accessibility is, and actually, the more that I think about it, the stronger that I feel about it. Accessibility is a really good thing. It's good to have options. It's good to have freedom, right? So, it's mm-hmm. it's hard to argue the accessibility. The issue with accessibility is the the perceived value like i know for things that were given to me or the things that are like easily accessible i don't value them as much as like you know like slip stitch and pass i I talked about was the first album that i listened to like i know the notes on that album like i know Mm -hmm. those versions of those songs really really deep you know and when i look at like when i look at and again this is going to sound totally like i'm coming from outer space because i've i've given this topic a lot of thought but when i look at people's behaviors you know you look at something like as simple as a dating site mm-hmm. you have accessibility man like there's people that are single that i know that are my friends that whenever they want they can go on a date with pretty much whoever they want and yet yep. they're never happy they're never in a relationship it's always next 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 they're mm-hmm. not willing to bite the bullet to to make the step to go for depth and depth mm-hmm is really where it's at in life man it's why we keep listening to fish i'm good with listening to the same shows like tens of thousands of times because i know that i'm going to get something every single time 
Mike, I just started, I just started, I just hired a new guitar teacher and we were just talking about this. Uh, we were talking about, you know, I was asking him how to practice and, and, and I picked up a few habits. He's like, listen, he's like, you want to go deep. You know, like when you're working on something, you have to get this particular thing down or you'll never be able to get to the, to the next thing in your life. So, you know, I, I like options, but there's, there is options present a challenge, uh, particularly with, with human nature because of the way that we are. So, you know, the level of, of, of depth and I can't pretend that like, you know, I mean, there's, there's shows that mean a lot to me, but they don't mean as much as they did when I was a kid. And when it was like that tape, 10,000 times over. Yeah, I, I think that makes more sense when you think about um, as things have become more and more digital and accessibility has, has, has improved, I guess you could say, yeah, you, you, you can jump from one of the next like, to the next. You're, you're not going to play that same show on a repeat like you did when you had, you know, five on CD or whatever that is. Um, yeah, and, and it's something I've been thinking about a lot more lately about, and, and not just with fish, but but in general, the more the more effort you put into something, is the reward that much greater? Um, and I think I I think it's mostly true. It's difficult in life when you put a lot of effort into something and the reward doesn't get there, right? You 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 know that's character building and it's learning and all the things that uh, develop you as a person, but. It definitely that reward is that much sweeter when I think about, um, you know, my first big promotion or, you know, my first big achievement in the workplace or even sports back in the day, how, how much we cared, how hard we worked, how much of our own time we put into it for high school sports, you know, but the reward when we won and we, and we, and we shared that feeling, it was, was pretty, was pretty darn great. Um, yeah. And we talked last time about uh, the effort going to a show and how much effort that takes right? Like it, it's, it's not, it's not simple. We just can't go around the corner to see fish. We, we got to make plans well in advance. We got to, we got to spend money. We got to figure out travel and all of that stuff. So, and hopefully we get to do it again. We'll see. But he, I think again, we will. Here's the thing that I kind of find it hilarious, you know, like I find, you know, a big celebration when like Harpua gets played or sparks, you know, Spock's brain gets played or like these songs that are like super rare, you know, those are the ones where people are like, Oh my God, you know, they lose their mind. You know, so like, I don't know, man, like you're kind of expressing exactly my point. Mm -hmm. You know, or like the accessibility of like bouncing around the room or, or, or Velvet Sea, like those are the songs that are like, you know, you can't like those songs. Well, what do you mean you can't like, them? I don't, I don't get it. What do you mean? Like you can't like them. There's just like that thing where, you know, like those aren't, um, I don't know the wording that people use, but it's, you know, those are like, let's go to the bathroom. They're playing Velvet Sea. Right, right. And I know Prince Caspian is another one. What's the name that all fish fans? What is it? Fucker Pants. Fucker Pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't mind that song. I mean, I, I, again, I, I, uh, I take the good with the bad, and the bad isn't that bad to me. Um, yeah, um, and it happens every week, man. It happens every week. We'll watch dinner in a movie or I'll put on a show and a song will come on. I'm like, ah, I don't know. I don't really feel like listening to this one. And about halfway through something will happen. I'm like, fuck, that was awesome. <laughs> but so then is that, is that an expectations versus reality thing? Like, you know, if you go into something and your expectations are really, really low, you're expecting nothing and yeah. it's mediocre, you think it's better than it is versus if you have high expectations and it's mediocre, it sucks. Interesting. I think there's, I think there's something there, but I don't know. There's, I think there was a part of the song that I wasn't interested in hearing, mm. you know, and because it's fish, you never know what the song's going to do. 
Right. And because it's fish, it's always awesome. And you're just like, oh shit, you know, like, what was I thinking? Like, I know enough to leave the song on. Like, I never hit it, you know, like, I don't understand. Like, when the show's on, you listen to the show. That's, that's religion for me. Like, you don't change it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah like, for sure. I agree. Like, who does that? <laughs> yeah, I, I can't remember the last time I skipped a song. Um, I might have been looking for something at one point, but if, I'm, but if I've got a show on, I just let it go. Like, I don't... Like even aspects of like songs that like I don't love the vocal jam at the end of you enjoy myself, but I listen to it every time. Yeah, I uh, I found the odd one that I like. I can't think of a date, but but there's the odd time that that it that it kind of grabs me. In fact, you know what? The one from New Year's just passed was that's a good one. Was pretty good. Yeah, so it can definitely happen. I guess that's 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 the fun of it is that it could be the surprise, right? It definitely could be there. So um, it's interesting. Over the last little while, I've gone through all of all of 2019 so i finished new year's 2019 a few days ago uh again and then after that i kind of thought well like where do i go right where so i went back to the beginning of 3.0 i went back to march 6 2009 when they made their comeback in hampton and it's so after listening to the most recent tour and um 11 years into 3.0 and how polished everything was and no mistakes and there's the odd one but they're really really tough to find to go back to listen to them on March 6th, 7th, and 8th from 11 years ago, it's a bit different. There's a lot of mistakes. There's a oh, yeah. lot of rustiness, but it's awesome. Like it's organic and you can, it's, it sort of takes me back to a time. I don't know about you, but when I listen to a show, do you think about the time, the place, what it looked like, what was going on in the world, what was going on with you at that time? Or do you just kind of listen to it for what it is? Is it my first time or am I re-listening? Oh, that's a good question. Let's say first time. Let's say okay. you put on a 1997 show for the first time. Uh, then, because I have no context, I, I tend to just listen. Mm. Right? So, I mean, I, I like to, I think, I, I think one of the reasons I like this music so much is because it, it always, like, reminds me of, like, what's happening right now. Right? So, like, the, okay. the memories are, like, building on top of one another. Right. So no, if, if it's the first time, then, then it's, then it's, then it's, um, then it's what's happening right now. But if it's subsequent times, mm-hmm. then I'll think back and remember like where I was, like when I listened to it the first time. Okay. Where you were when you listened to it for the first time. Yeah. Gotcha. I don't, See, I don't, I don't, cause it's, 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 it's one of the reasons I, one of the things that I really like about fish is it's almost like, it's encapsulated in the sense that they're, you know, like there's some like weird pop culture references and stuff that happens, but for the most part, like, mm-hmm. not really mm-hmm. about like what's happened. It's not rage against the machine, you know, like it's not a political band, which I'm really grateful for. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That, that makes sense. I mean, it's, it's, uh, why, how do you listen? Like, do you remember? I, so I don't, so I think about the time, what it, what it would have looked like on stage. This is going to sound really, really funny, but I think about what Mike would have looked like because of all of them, the one whose look has changed the most over the years, it's Mike, like that hair, <laughs> 1.0, 2.0 hair. I, wouldn't it be great if you went back to it? That would just be awesome. But um, so yeah, I think about that, but then I also kind of think of what age I was, where I was in my life, what was I missing out on, what was I dealing with? I don't know why, not not in depth, but I just think like when I was thinking about 2009 and going back there, what was I doing in March of 2009 and why wasn't I aware that Fish was coming back? And maybe I was, but I was off the train for so long that it just might have been a blip on the radar. Um, you know, and I think about 
lost time and not being able to go to those shows and all that other stuff that occurs. But yeah, I, I definitely kind of go back to what was going on in the world and all that stuff. But I like your point that the music, for the most part, you can hear differences between the three variations of fish. Um, but you yeah, it's essentially timeless. Do you think, do you think it'll be fair that when, like when they come back, like, is it still 3.0? <laughs> I was thinking the exact same thing yesterday. I was driving home thinking about talking to you today. I was thinking like, um, what actually got me thinking of, you know how when time goes past, your perception of time changes, right? The longer you've experienced anything, your perception of it changes. So 1.0 was a total of six, uh, 17 years, yeah. technically, right? 83 to 2000. And we're at 11 years for 3.0. Are they going to get to that? And is it going to feel the same way at 17 years of 3.0? Is it going to feel the same length of time as 17 years of 1.0? And I think it's going to feel incredibly different. And then I was thinking on that path, but then also going, well, yeah, is it kind of done? There's been such a long hiatus. Come February, it'll be a year since they, since they had any shows. Um, but they haven't broken up. That's the thing. They've been together during this whole time. There's no talk of not touring again. It's just when this is over. So I don't think so. Maybe it's a 3.1. Right. And even I think you could go deeper into each one, maybe not 2.0 because it's so sharp, but I think there's a 1.1, a 1.2, a 1.3, and a 1.4 because there's a ton of change in the band in that first 16 years. What's going to be your criteria? You know, like if you're dealing with software, the updates make sense, but like what's your criteria now? Is it like trade trade plays percussion? You know, like the 95, is that like? Yeah, no, I, I, I would think, I think there's a distinct difference in their sound uh, throughout the 90s. Every couple of years, there's a bit of a, a bit of a change and a bit of an evolution, right? It's specifically yeah, read, 96, 97. I've read an awesome quote on Twitter about, because uh, they played that one show from uh, the last game engine. It was in 94 or 95, the dinner and a movie? 94. And the quote was like, gotta love 94 fish, you know, like they're in big arenas, but they're still playing with house money. So anything like they just let it rip. Yeah. yeah yeah what a time it'd be great to go into a time machine and get back there and kind of see what see what it was like and what was going on but yeah, again hey, you, you would have different perspective right because you know you know the end of the story mm-hmm. like back then that was just fish right like you want to yeah. talk about like going back like one of the things that i do think about right is i don't know part of me sometimes feels like um it feels like 1.0 is is over glorified a little bit you know and I think yeah. it's, I think it's glory. Not that it doesn't deserve its glory. It is excellent, you know, but there's, I think there's elements of it that people, like you said, remember differently just because it is the past and because yeah. they were at a different time, right? Versus like objectively sitting back and actually listening to, you know, the better differences of 3.0. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think nostalgia is a difficult thing to quantify, but it's there. It's there in all of us. Right. I see it. So I saw it recently. I'm a big, uh, well, not a fan, but I used to collect Lego. Right. Yeah. And yeah. they just came out with a set that's a Nintendo entertainment system. So it, so it's the NES. You build a cartridge, you can blow up the cartridge, put it in, and then you put it into a TV and it scrolls. And that's being sold just based on nostalgia. Right. It, it's, it's, there's non Lego fans that are buying that because they remember 1987 Christmas getting their NES and getting out and play Mario Brothers. Right. And I'm sure it's the same with uh, the 1.0 thing or even maybe some 2.0. It's, it's the memory of it is better than the actuality of what they saw, but it was still great. And at the time, really, when you think about what was going on in rock music back 
back in the 90s, fish was so different from everything that was popular, flying under the radar, right? It, it, it would stick out, I would think. But anyway, that's the ongoing discussion and debate. But yeah, I'm with you. I think, I think, I think 3.0 is just, it's the tits. It's so, so good. I love it, man. So I love good. it. And again, there's not, not to say there's not elements of, of 1.0 that I, you know, I, that I wish would come back from time to time, but hey, man, let's, let's count our lucky stars here for a second. You know, like the, the, the opportunity for this whole thing to come unraveled and like stop or somebody to get hurt or somebody to die or get sick. It's like, chances are yeah. high. Yeah. And it's funny you mentioned that too, because I was thinking about going back to 2009. And of course you're thinking about those are the comeback shows after a five-year break. And I've listened to Coventry and, and how difficult it is at times to listen to, especially when they're doing waiting in the velvet sea, when Paige starts choking up, it's, it's, it's tough. And I'm, I was thinking too, what if they announced like next week that they're done? That's it. How, like, how would I feel? How would you feel? Where would we go from here? Like, I don't know. It would be, it would suck. It would suck. There's no doubt. Um, we definitely need more. So uh, good news is there's a little bit more, not exactly fish, but um, we do have Trey's, Trey's new album. So there's definitely some new music that we can talk about. We did talk about this in the past, but we'll talk about it again. So uh, Trey's album, you love it, right? I like it. I do. I I, I, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I don't know if I love it yet, but I definitely like it. It's, it's different. I appreciate it on so many levels. You definitely had some thoughts last time. You care to reshare? Yeah, sure. So, I mean, I, I, I'm interested. I think the album's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I appreciated a lot of, I mean, there was a lot of comments and a lot of feedback that I read and all of it was awesome. I mean, like to each their own. Right. But I mean, look at you have, you know, I think the part, because people are complaining, they're like, well, you know, Fish isn't going to play this and uh, the lyrics aren't that good. And, and you know, it's, it's, it, it's depressing, you know, like the part that makes Trey a great musician is his ability to, to take the energy around him and, and to play to that and to create to that. Right. So it's yeah. Trey being Trey, he's isolated and at home with like toilet paper and, you know, stuff. And he's just playing, he just does what Trey does. He plays to that. Right. So you can't, you can't drop the context into which an album was created. You know, you have to remember the context and you're looking for, remember uh, the definition of art is the artist's recreation of reality. So that's what artists do. They look around themselves, they take their values and then they recreate, you know, uh, a a piece of art based on their opinion of what's going on. And I think in, in that sense, it's, it's perfect. The songs are great. Like what, like, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, for something to be recorded at home, you know, with people like remotely like playing in and stuff like that, I think the quality is great. I think it sounds awesome. I think the fact that he created something so quickly and so timely is Mm -hmm. amazing. You know, like, I think that's where rock music in general is really, really falling behind because rap and hip hop just, and EDM, the the level of like creativity and and just out there stuff, it's Incredible, right? And there's, I don't know, man, there's like a lot of snobbery in rock. Well, it doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound polished. It doesn't sound refined. We don't like, like, geez, you know? But yeah, I think the album's great. Yeah, it's really good. I, I think um, when I think about it, again, coming back to what we just said about what I visualize when I listen to something is what was going on at the time and all that stuff. And um, when I think about what was going on in late March, early April, when the album was being recorded and, and finalized and polished up, so to speak, there was a lot going on, especially right in Trey's backyard, living in Manhattan, 
was the epicenter of COVID-19 at the time. Uh, no, no doubt uh, had acquaintances and friends potentially that got sick and maybe lost. And it was just a strange time for the world. Everything was locked down and it was just like the world pivoted. Um, and to see him navigating that and coming out with all these, all these great songs that to your point are timely. And um, they, I think it means a lot more given that that was going on at the time. You know, it's amazing that the technology exists, that you can do that, that you can just write an album and share it with other people that are remotely playing in. But it's, um, yeah, very, very timely. And, and, I, and I can't help but think about that, that time and what my mindset was at that time and how I was predicting what would be going on now. And it's very different, right? We were freaking out over, you know, 6,000 cases a day. You know, and, and here we are six months later, and the case counts are 50,000 a day, and it's da, 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 just like no big deal. So, sort of, sort of a weird time to think about. I'll ask you this when you listen to new, to new music, how long does it take you to resonate with the lyrics and to really catch lyrics? I ask because the way that I listen, lyrics are like one of the last things for me to really analyze or tune into. I'll almost memorize them first before understanding them. That's how my brain tends to work. I hear the song right away, the lyrics are a part of it, but I don't read into what they're saying until, who knows, five, six that's lessons. So, that's so interesting. I've never thought about how I listen to music. I think the, I think it has to sound interesting and good. You know, I think the, I think the first thing that I, I, that I pay attention to is like the overall sound of what it sounds like. Like at this point, I know, I know what fish is going to sound like. Uh, but I like I remember listening back to the first time I heard Fish, and like right now I'm listening to a lot of uh, to like jazz music and blues music, and I think the the first thing is just the overall feel uh, and the overall sound. Like, what does the guitar tone sound like? What does the drum tone sound like? You know, what does like the bass sound like? Is it polished? Is it more rock? I think I hear that first, and then I hear from parts that I like that are enjoyable that like I want to hear again or that's interesting or something that will make me you know, want to explore more. Right. I don't think ever, I mean, I think I get hooked on the melody before I, I listen to the words. So I think mm -hmm. if the melody is really strong and it's a vocal melody, I, I'll tend to pay more attention to the words. But yeah, I don't typically, I think a line will catch me here or there that'll make me want to be like, what the hell is this song about? Right. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. I, um, yeah, I don't, my mind has always kind of done that. Like, uh, whereas Megan, like my wife, she'll hear a song and she hears the lyrics right away and go, oh, that's interesting what they just said. And it, right over my head. I have yeah. no clue. I just kind of get into the listening of it. But um, yeah, so definitely a good album. It's nice to have something new to listen to. Hopefully there's new fish stuff coming or being worked on. But um, yeah, I, think I thought it was really, really that's good. A no -brainer. I think that that's a no-brainer that there's fish stuff. I think, of course, there's new fish stuff coming. Um you know, and again, like, I get where people are coming from with this album. Like, it's not, you know, it's not Story of the Ghost. And it's not, you know, it's not far, uh, Lawn Boy. Right? right? So I think there's, I think there's always that challenge of like, oh, hey, you created this. Mm -hmm. You know, but he was in a different place, man. Sure. Well, yeah. And it's, it's obviously for Fish fans to listen to Trey. You, you, you have, obviously, like, Fish is only the four of those guys. You know, they're one of those bands that if unfortunately if something were to happen to one of them i think it's done they don't replace them with with another player they, they, you, you don't replace mike with another bass player you don't replace Paige with another keyboard player and then call it something else i don't i would never see that happening but yeah, but i would never see that happening with the dead and here we are yeah that's true yeah it's a good example um 
So I wanted to talk a little bit too about page. Um, so I have written down here, page side, rage side. So before I kind of get into top three, I'll honestly say that in the past couple months, I've become a huge page fan. I think, again, speaking about how we listen to things, I, you know, at times you key into different players, but I've been listening specifically trying to hear what Paige is playing more than anybody else over the past couple months. And it reminds me, and I don't know if you would remember this, but it's got to be about 20 years ago when I was first starting to discover Led Zeppelin. You said something to me along the lines of, first time you hear it, you're going to hear Jimmy, you're going to hear John Bonham, but the more you listen to it, you're going to really appreciate John Paul Jones. And that's very much how I feel about Paige. He's just so consistent, so flexible, the, the amount of styles that he can play. And he's in his nook with like, what, eight? sets of keyboards going on just love it and and when i'm watching dinner movie i love when they show him and it's funny because I've, I've always uh, kind of gravitated towards the guitar player and drums that's always been sort of my thing but page you're just able to bust things out that i that for me takes songs to, to, to the next level keeps them going um yeah i think he's great so because of that i posted a top three about page any thoughts on page uh, yeah, man. I, I think we can just tie the whole episode together again here, right? It's, it's depth, not width, right? You're going back, you're, you're re-listening and now it's, oh, hey, I'm going to listen to hear what Paige is playing. And then I'm going to listen to, you know, I'm going to listen to Fish on this one. Yeah. And that's one of the great things about the band. You can hear the song four times, four different ways if you really want to. Um, so I pose bands, like in, in general, period. Yes. Yes, that's true. Uh, so I'm just bringing up the top three uh, songs sung by Paige on lead that I posted. And there's, there's a pretty varied response. I'm in here looking for yours because I know that you responded to it. I maybe, put... Maybe different my, this week. You asked me again, to be honest. Is that right? So my top three that I put out there was It's Ice, Waiting in the Velvet Sea, specifically because of the 2009, sorry, 2004 Coventry uh, version. I Every time I hear that song, I think back to that moment and how that would have been tough. And Silent in the Morning, which uh, off my favorite album, Rift. You answered, where are you here? Um, I, know, I know I put It's Ice first. Did you? Uh, let's hear it. Yeah, It's Ice, Tila, uh, yes. and ha and Halfway to the Moon. Um, yes. So whenever I post one of these top threes, I put mine out there first. And then as posts come in, every time I'm like, damn it, I didn't think of that one. Shit. That is a good one. Uh, Tila is one of them. Um, yeah. I really like Halfway to the Moon. I purposely didn't put covers on because he sings, I think, more covers than anyone else in the band. Um, I love rock and roll. I love when he does yeah. no quarter. All yeah. of that was called out. I purposely left it off because I, you know, I just think of fish songs, but um, yeah, he's Mr. He's Mr. Go-to when it comes to the covers. He does the Jimmy covers. Like he's, he's incredibly flexible. Somebody even wrote there. Um, Anyone know why Paige doesn't take lead vocals more often? I think Trey singing has gotten much better in recent years, but to my untrained ears, Paige still has the best sounding voice. Uh, and that's from cat faced boy, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a gay name, <laughs> cat face boy man. Uh, and I wrote, and again, maybe I'm not 100% sure. And you can, you can, <laughs> you like that, eh? Uh, and maybe you can speak to this because again, I think you understand music on a more musicians level than I do. But I wrote, I agree. Uh, it probably has to do with the fact that Trey writes most of the songs uh, uh, with Tom and Scott, then brings them to to the band. So I think a lot of the times they're they're sort of there, they're done, they're written in Trey's range, or they're written by him mostly, and then the band and adds all their parts to it. And, and you obviously hear everyone else in the band doing backup vocals. Is that 
basically how it goes? Do you think? No idea. I have no idea. I mean, it it it's probably what fits the song best. Mm-hmm. You know, if I had to guess, and I'm totally guessing, I know nothing. It would probably they all have different vocal ranges, right? And they all have different tones. Maybe mm-hmm. they've decided that that Trey's voice fits this song the best. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I wonder. But either way, like I, yeah, there's something about Paige these days. Paige typically sings the higher parts, right? Like yes. when they do like a harmony, he's the one that comes up on top. Yeah. So he has a higher vocal range, you know? Yeah. Mike does sometimes too, right? He does that. He does that part on Tweezer that for years I thought was Paige. Gotta be But he does emotional rescue, which kills me every time I hear it. Yeah, it's the best. Awesome town. Um <laughs> Yeah, so that's pretty much everything that I had. I mean, it, it, the other thing that I'll say too is just uh, the thing that we're sort of slowly kind of tracking in the background is uh, my wife coming on board with fish um, more and more. So I said to you last time, uh, we I've got two little girls. They're four and two. Every night uh, at about 7.30, we do, we do bath time. It's my time with, with them. I, I'm always the one doing bath unless I'm working late like tonight while Megan's off doing whatever she's doing and I play fish. And then towards the end of the bash, bath, she comes into the room, helps tell off the kids and I keep it playing right until we brush, brush teeth. And consistently, like I would say consistently now coming in when she picks up our younger one, she holds her in the towel and she's always bouncing around and dancing to fish. And that, that makes me happy because we're, we're making progress. She's liking songs more. Um, and I know it's getting into the kids <laughs> slowly. It, it's, it's getting in there. They call it fish music which I love. So um, yeah, the influence there is going, is going well. I've got somebody that I'm going to reach out to. I think that I think would be a pretty big fan of the band. He's a musician, kind of like Justin Plett, but way better. Um, <laughs> that the, makes listeners any sense. Def- the listeners definitely know who Justin Plett is about. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. Google him. You'll, uh, well, Hey, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, again, yeah, I, I don't want to knock on the guy cause he's, yeah. He's good, um, but he does the same kind of thing. He gigs in a lot of places. He's into a lot of different music, um, and I think and I think that I can get him on board. And he'd be a fun guy to get to shows and stuff too. So uh, we'll see if that goes anywhere. Um, how's it How's it going with Rochelle and Fish? You guys are still every single week watching dinner and a movie. That's like a regular a Thursday regular, night thing. It's it's what we do. What's really cute is with the kids. Uh, so yesterday, it's just funny how these things kind of add up sometimes. Yesterday. Uh, my dad, we switched cars with my dad. He wanted to take it for an old chain. So we had, we had his car and I'm taking Ari to camp because it's camp this week. Okay. And he's like, Deda has, uh, in Deda is, is uh, Croatian for, for grandpa. So they call him okay. Deda. And he's like, Deda listens to funny music. My dad has like the fifties, like serious station on. Yeah. 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 And, uh, and I'm like, I know, I go, I know it's weird. I go, I'm going to put on some, I'm going to put on some of my music. I'm going to put on fish. Okay. And he's like, yeah. And I look back and he's like, he's sort of like tapping his little fingers. He knows some of the lyrics, which is, which is crazy. It's the best. Right. It's the best. Then, like, it's awesome. Like I then, hope that, go ahead, go ahead. And then on, and then I'm picking, we had a meeting at the, at the, at the school uh, yesterday. So I had to take them there. We we're going to meet Rochelle and, uh, and Harpua was on the series channel. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, turn it up. And like, he had like his window open and it's like sunny and the end of Harpua's on his like, it's like right. his hair is just awesome. Yeah. Like I'm excited for like, if there's school, if there's school projects where they have to dissect a song, I'm like praying when Grace will come to me and go, daddy, I have to do a song. Can I do Walls of the Cave? Of course, like I really, really. (laughs) 
Uh, yeah, right over the teacher's head. It's going to be great. Yes, it's, it's going well with Rochelle. She, uh, she actively, like, seeks out uh, shows to listen to and, you know, okay. and we'll, like, we'll take suggestions. You know, I, I sent her um, a nutter from 97, the second set, because she's, uh, she's, she's helping a friend at their practice tomorrow. So she'll, it's about an hour away, so she'll need something to listen to. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, man, fish in the car. That's my place. The car and the the car and the garage, um, wink wink. Uh, cool. Okay, so that's awesome. So um, I guess that's everything that we have for today. So for again, as always, I'll say for anybody that was listening to this, thank you for taking your time. If there's nobody, we've enjoyed talking to each other, uh, and you can check us out on TicketToGameHenge.com. And uh, thanks. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to Ticket to Gamehenge. If you like what you heard, please subscribe. It helps us a lot. You can also follow us on YouTube and Instagram. Thank you for listening, and stay safe.